0: Live from the Tech Talk studios in the nation's capital
1: and the heartland of America,
0: it's Tech Talk.
1: Well, you know what? It's Friday and it has got to be your favorite time of the week. I'm Brad Cost, my co-host, the data doc of talk as he's known around the world. The one and the only Dr. Jay Greenstein. Jay, how are you doing, my friend?
2: What's up, brother? Happy Friday to you, my friend. What's up? I feel like I just saw you. Like it was, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Well, it
1: was. You know, you were prepping for Parker. I think you had a. We communicated a little bit. You had a great time at Parker. It sounds like.
2: Parker was great. I mean, the speakers are great. Bill Morgan did a great job, and hit, Bill Morgan and his team, Michael, and everybody over there did a great job. put to, Put together a great event. I got to hear Michael Phelps speak, and some of the other speakers, um, and you know, everybody. The vendor, the vendors were super happy. The crowd was great. Uh, the special events were fun. So um, it's good to see that Parker is back. It's a staple in chiropractic. Well, event.
1: I sort of wish now. You know, I, I saw all the posts you were doing. I sort of wished I would have twisted things around to be there, but. Man, I just had a complicated, as you know, we're getting ready to launch a national dashboard system. We're trying to tweak that yeah. here. And finally, I know you and I have done a little work on that today, actually. And we're trying to tweak and make that. Yes, we did. That is an amazing thing that we're giving access to every executive director in America, chiropractic executive director, so they can have access to data. That's very not real time, as you would think, but data within the last month that lets them understand what's going on in their state and what they can do, not just reimbursement information, but error mistakes, error mistakes, kinds of things that will help them grow them. And this is something we're going to put in and keep growing it, keep updating it and giving them access at no cost to them uh, just to help out the profession.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a major step forward for our profession to be information enabled. And um, for those of you that are listening to this, you know, Brad, Brad won't tell you, but he's invested hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars and probably even more in man hours, uh, just the time that he's spent in order to build these dashboards using his data scientists and his programmers so that the chiropractic profession can have real insight into um, what's happening as it relates to third-party reimbursement. We would never have this information Without you, my friend, and uh, just you know, love and appreciate you. You're 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 uh, like the, as I say always. You're the most important non chiropractor and chiropractic. Well, you I know,
1: it. I love doing it. You know, I love the guys out there. We have I have a lot of friends. You know, you and I's friendship has developed greatly over this. We spend a lot of time talking about data and how to change the yes, profession. And I get friends all over America just from that. So for me, it's from my heart. You've helped me take it to another dimension because you're looking at it from a day-to-day chiropractic stance that I can't see since I'm not a chiropractor, and it's made our product better. And for that, I say kudos and thank you, man, for for doing that. Hey, Let's jump in. Let's Let's jump into our guest today. Why don't you introduce Dr. Bone and, and let's get started with the conversation.
2: Well, it's my pleasure to introduce Dr. Shannon Bone. I don't know if there's a better name for a chiropractor than Dr. Bone. It's not, and I know that's not the first time he's ever heard that before, but man, Shannon and I met, I don't know what, like a decade ago probably now, right, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we met at a Cairo Congress event, I think, and we hit it off, become, became fast friends. And, uh, you know, I'm just super excited to have you here. Dr. Bone has uh, a really interesting healthcare delivery system in his state. Uh, multiple businesses going on all at the same time, uses a lot of technology, and, uh, and I respect him so much as a leader. He's been a leader in the profession, past president of the Tennessee Chiropractic Association, very involved at the national level as well, and um, just an all-around super good
3: dude. So, Shannon... Welcome, my friend. It's it's great to to finally get on here with you guys. I know we bounced around and uh, busy people, busy schedules, but I've uh, been looking forward to it. And um, yeah, man, you know the the friends, uh, the friendships that we make in this profession. Um, you know, it's just like no other. It really yeah. is. There, there's a brotherhood, um, whether you're a chiropractor or not. Just being in the industry, um, you get to know people, and there's so many great just people. Uh, not just healthcare providers, brilliant minds, but just great people. Um, you know, some of the hardest working people I've ever met and their intention and purpose is is usually very pure and, and really just, you know, the desire to help people. So that's um, that makes it easy to be friends when you have like minded people that that are wanting to do that same thing.
2: Amen, brother. Amen. So, do me a favor, just you know, tell the audience a little bit about your background, how you got into chiropractic, you know, the the healthcare practices and businesses that you've started. Let's just kind of start there.
3: Yeah, I was, you know, Brad and I were kind of catching up a little bit um, before you jumped on, and and uh, you know, my story is not, I guess, a whole lot different than a lot of people, uh, particularly chiropractors. But um, you know, I had a bad neck injury playing football. I was young. I was like 13 years old. And, um, you know, at the time I was a pretty good athlete, um, was team captain of the football team and played basketball and baseball and did pretty well in all of those sports. And then when I had this injury, it was like, wait a minute, you know, like I'm not invincible, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you know, found out real quick, I wasn't. And, and then, you know, then this kind of a a journey to, to get better and, you know, started with, you know, I think about the revolution that came about as me as a person, because growing up, I grew up on a farm, you know, we were farmers. And then, you know, my dad, my mom was a school teacher. And then my dad kind of moved away from farming into a, a, an oil and gas distributorship. And we had a little gas station there at, in in our hometown uh, of about 2,500 people. Hmm. And um, so, you know, I didn't know anything about health. Didn't know anything. I mean, like, you know, didn't know anything about nutrition. Didn't know anything about, you know, healthy exercise didn't have you know like i've just played sports and back then it was like not individualized like you know you got strong from hauling hay in the field not like going to <laughs> not going to the to the gym and working out like i guarantee you that these guys over here in west tennessee can outlift anybody because if you worked yeah. on a farm yeah but jay, jay just, would jay nah, wouldn't uh,
1: understand song. that he, he's not even sure what the word hay means <laughs> i i'm sure and, you know, I, I know what a hay hook is. And I know I started out driving the hay truck, you know, at nine, ten years of age. And, uh, you know, we got paid like a nickel a bell, I believe is what it was, to load hay, dude.
3: Yeah. yeah. Mine wasn't much better. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it was, I uh, didn't know anything about health care. And, and so, you know, started my journey through the family dock and. And uh, kind of went through the, you know, uh, what sometimes you can call a medical loop of crazy. I mean, it went from one doc to the next and no real answers, did, you know, physical therapy several times. And, and, and then eventually it just got to the point where, you know, my injury was severe where I was losing, you know, use of my arm wow. and, you know, then went through NCV, EMG testing there. Oh, that's permanent damage, you know, from this nerve injury to your neck and, we didn't really have any solutions, not even surgical options. And so, you know, what's funny is a, a family friend, who's now my stepdad, um, is is had said, "Hey, have you ever tried chiropractic?" I, I never even heard the word. I thought, well, "What's that?" You know. So we had one chiropractor in the whole county. That was wow. it. One, one guy, and well, really two guys. They're brothers, and uh, about ten miles down the road. And so, long and short, went. And, uh, you know, my parents were scared to death. Didn't want me to go family, doctor, neurologist, everybody said, no, don't go, don't go, (laughs) you know, same stuff we still hear sometimes today. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but I was determined. I was like, listen, I, you know, it's my body. You know, whatever happens happens, you know, I'm willing to give something a try. And so we went and then sure enough, um, you know, they, um, Dr. Lynn Elliott was my first chiropractor, got my first adjustment on the first visit after an x-ray. Um, and, you know, never look back. I mean, I sat up and I was like, man, I, I know I'm in the right place.
2: That's awesome. And to
3: this day, man, that he, he's passed on and, and, um, um, you know, great story with that full circle. Um, so I, it took me about six months to get better and uh, best adjuster still to this day, I think I've ever had. And, and his brother still there in Martin and, uh, Phil and, uh, still just patience. And, and I would see him some too. And, um but full circle when i was the tca president i think i was president or might have been the vice president but anyways i was doing awards i think i was the president and i was doing awards and he, and dr lynn my first chiropractor got a lifetime achievement award and i got to present that to him at our annual convention my first chiropractor got to give him that award in front of all of his family he passed two weeks later oh, and wow. um and so it's just a special moment you know because it it changed my you know, direction. I was all set to go to pharmacy school. Believe that? Wow. You know, like I was going to pharmacy school. And the injury and then getting better through chiropractic changed all of that. And then um, so I was on fire for chiropractic. And as soon as I graduated high school, um, got my prereqs knocked out um, really fast and then set off to life. And uh, when I graduated in June of 2000, I was only 24 years old. Wow. I was the youngest to ever graduate from Life University at that time.
2: Really, that's and, so um, cool.
3: Yeah, I man, I I I, cr- I crammed a bunch of years of school into less years of school, uh, and, and I look back and I was like, I didn't sleep much. Um, <laughs> but but I've never. I mean, I'm not the smartest guy you'll ever meet by any stretch.
2: Well, I can but, I can vouch for that for sure. There's no question. It, about definitely, that. <laughs>
3: definitely not. But but I am a hard worker. Uh, I mean, I'm very few people are going to outwork. And so I am, and I'm determined. And and even though I'm not smart, I know that I can associate with smart people. (laughs) It helped me get where I need to be. But, um, and so then when I I graduated life, I came back, my, um, Jackson is about an hour South of my hometown. And I came back and it's, a um, like a hub. There's probably 65, 70,000 in the community, but, um, you probably got 200, 250,000 that come here and work and it was close enough to my mom lives about 45 minutes south my dad lives about an hour north so it was close enough for me and and uh, you know um i didn't have any great opportunities except for um i had to uh became an independent contractor working in another chiropractor's office and um but it wasn't for a percentage or anything like that it was like flat money and and so you know i had to make it go and and so i I didn't have any money to do anything. So the first thing I did was just start knocking on doors and mm-hmm. I knocked on 2,500 doors, probably in my first 60 days in practice. And, uh, about four or five months in, I was busier or just as busy as the guy I was with. And, you know, I was out on my own in about a year and a half. So, um, after our practice evolved and grew, we, we kept, um, I kept studying Pettibon rehab, Pettibon rehab, Pettibon rehab, and got really, really good at it. And so we were able to start helping some people like that. Nobody else had been able to help. Like I had a guy in a wheelchair, like no feeling his legs hadn't walked. Um, There was not a reason why he couldn't walk uh, except for, we figured out that he had, he was hit by a car and um, he had about seven inches of forward head posture and it took us about a year, but he went from being in the wheelchair to, you know, walking with, you know, crutches and then walking with a cane and then, you know like where he had no feeling before so just super cool stuff you know how that can happen um and you see those miracles every day in practice but we were able to really you know help some people that with that approach that no one else had been able to help and so as our practice patient profile the patients got more difficult you know failed you know post-surgical cases uh ms you know parkinson's neurological disorder i mean you know the, the the stuff that's hard to get well and and so with that with the more difficult cases that we had we saw the need to start expanding our the number of services that we could specialize in and help those people because those patients need not only you know chiropractic care and rehab but they need neurological function uh improvement they need dietary guidance they need all of those things and so we just started building off of that and so we added you know, integrated our practice, became, um, you know, had medical doctors and, and nurse practitioners and physician assistants and, um, and then, you know, eventually added functional medicine and, you know, bioidentical hormone replacement. And, and so then we moved about five or six years ago, uh, continuing, you know, kind of our model was, um, you know, our mission statement is, is, you know, to create in our community, innovative and collaborative healthcare that uh, changes lives. Love and it. and so building on that, when we moved, um, we went to an area of town where it was a very busy highway. And so my medical director, also was a medical director for a number of urgent cares. And he said, well, you know, this would be a great portal of entry, get people in. They're going to come in for X, Y, or Z. And we meet them where they're at. And then we slowly start getting them to see what real health care is. And so that's worked out really well for us, uh, you know, because we'll have people that come in. You know, for you know, sinus infection or the flu or whatever it may be, and because we're they build that rapport, then our mid-level providers, our nurse pracs, and our PAs and docs are able to say when they come in, they say, "Ah, I got tendonitis." Eh, you know, we could do a cortisone injection, but let me tell you what's better. You know, in those That's kind great. of things, and so yeah, it's been you know, and so then we've been able to, been able to really get a lot of people under chiropractic, um, you know, physical therapy, and the the different treatment you know, algorithms and models that we have that would have never come to us, you know, on their own because um, that's just not where their head's at. And then about a year ago, my wife, um, I encouraged her to change careers. And so she went back to school and became a medical esthetician. And we're actually, I just got the, the build out numbers. Whew, for, uh, <laughs> for the, uh, we're building a new space right next to us. Uh, we're in about 5,300 square feet and we're going to add about 2,100 more um and then hopefully Lab Coral um, let it, well the guy that owns that we're going to try to buy out the rest of that building it's about twelve thousand square feet
2: wow, so we're great. building
3: out a med spa and so we'll have the urgent care um, the physical medicine practice and the med spa you know kind of all in one building but different entrances man
1: that's quite that's quite it. the story isn't it Jay I mean that is a great, great story. I love it. Listen, we, we're running a little long. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back uh, and uh, talk a little bit more to Dr. Shannon Bone. I'm Brad Cost, my co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein. It's Tech Talk. Don't run away. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back.
3: Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: As a ChiroHealth USA provider, we're excited to work with you to identify which of your discounts are good, bad, or illegal. Most chiropractors bend over backwards to make their care affordable. Unfortunately, dual fee schedules, false claims, inducement violations, and time of service discounts can all put you at risk. And no offense, everybody's doing it doesn't work with auditors. At ChiroHealth USA, we're here to help protect and grow your practice. Just listen to our provider stats. 20% overall practice growth versus 2019. Over 50% of CHUSA patients renew their membership year after year. Over 2,500 patients per month use our provider search directory to find a chooser provider. At ChiroHealth USA, our purpose is simple: it's to improve the quality of life for our doctors, their teams, and their patients. With over 5,000 providers and nearly a million patients, ChiroHealth USA is the network that works for chiropractic. For more information, call 888-719-9990 or visit www.cairohealthusa.com.
4: Welcome to Infinity We have worked hard to create an electronic claims website that is simple and user friendly This is the public side You can log into your personal web portal here this is your dashboard. You can personalize it to your liking here. Our main focus has been to allow you to submit and edit claims as easy as possible. You will find our claims editor and claims processing simple to use and straightforward. Our quick action bar is where you can find your most important information. Most of these icons will take you directly to the claims the number represents. You can easily view if you have any messages in your inbox of any unread alerts by looking for these numbers. To view the rest of our training videos to get the most of your infinity experience, click this icon. We hope you find this web portal simple and easy to use. Thanks for letting us serve you
0: Down 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 slow it down
3: with the hot data jocks of talk Ooh. It's TED Talk.
2: What's up, everybody? This is Dr. Jay Greenstein here with my two good buds, Dr. Shannon Bone and Mr. Brad Koss. And uh, we are having a great conversation here with a thought leader, uh, a guy who I was making fun of earlier, but uh, he is highly intelligent. And I love his story around work ethic. Shannon, the idea that you went and knocked on 2,500 doors to get your practice started is a lesson to be learned by every single chiropractic student that comes out of school. Because Many of the students these days are coming out and they're like, I have student loan debt, give me a $100,000 salary versus, hey, I got to build my practice within your practice and I'm going to make that happen so that we both win. And those are two different mentalities. And I, and I want hopefully the young students and the young doctors that have come out of school to really understand the value of hard work. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Shannon, I, you, again, you've got an incredible business. I have so much respect for you. I learn from you every time I talk to you, brother. And I really want to dig in a little bit on how you've leveraged different technologies, um, both, you know, hard technologies like equipment and also, you know, software and, and platforms that you use to drive the business. So, you know, share some of the ones that have been most impactful for you.
3: Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> from somebody who's not very techie and, and I'm definitely not a tech guy, but, um, my strengths, uh, you know, and I, and I went through a process and I know we've all done self-development, but, um, from 25 of, of my peers, you know, my strengths have been, you know, you're a great communicator, um, and you're a great problem solver and, uh, and you're a great operator. And that's what I'm really good at is I'm good at systems. I'm good at, uh, organization, um, organizational management, those types of things. And, and talking about help, you know, we spent some time, uh, very valuable time. Jay did with me, giving me, you know, some, um, rundown on how his system's in a hiring cycle and which was very valuable. Um, and so, you know, when I look at uh, technology, the thing that, that we have in our office that is the biggest challenge is there's so many moving parts. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's so many moving parts because we offer so many different lines of treatment that we're really, really good at. Now we don't want to be watered down and just offer everything to everybody. But there are, you know, certain niches that we have that from a, from a outcome, um, you know, measure I'll, I'll put up against anybody in the country. Um, you know, and some of those things are like neuropathy, um, you know, disc cases, um, you know, knee and joint pain. Um, and we just have a, a lot of different ways that we can go about treating them in our model. But with that comes with that ability to have so many different um, medical technologies and so many different um, treatment modalities and things that we can use to help a patient that it's going to be difficult for them to find anywhere else. But there's challenges to that, too. Getting, first of all, your whole team to, to kind of see a patient as a whole patient,
2: mm-hmm. okay, even
3: though each of them has their individual um, specialty or, or, you know, their expertise, if you will. And, and so, um, you know, making all that happen, we, we do two meetings a day where we do like round tables and, um, you know, that video I sent you, um, a a little bit ago, or maybe last week with like our introduction video that we provide for them. You know, one of the examples I use is like house. If you ever watched house, you know, you have, uh, all of these docs coming together and trying to solve complicated things. And, and so when you're working with a patient like that, that's seeing multiple providers or multiple stations in your office, sometimes on the same day, sometimes different day, technology is invaluable to, to, you know, that inherent in that care of like how we deliver that care yeah. and, and being able to communicate with those patients and they communicate with us. And, and, and as much of that as you can automate, um, and, and put technology on the floor versus, you know, you got to have people, you know, and, you, and they got to be, you know, customer service related. But still, you can get just bogged down in checklists and, and, and duties and things to get done. And, and so as many of those processes as we can automate, we really try to do that, you know, uh, using your practice app, Jay, that you guys built for us. Um, allows us to communicate with patients better and them to understand their progress in their care and hopefully, you know, continue their care at a higher delivery rate. I know you've done a recent study that shows that. Um, so using that like a technology like that is, is hugely uh, effective. in um, our marketing processes, one of the things we struggled with for, for many, many years is, is marketing follow-up. So, you know, uh, there are so many different strategies from uh, marketing advertising, um, um, get go. But, you know, t- diving all into that is, is that you've got people that are ready to d- get care now. And you got people that aren't ready to get care now. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to learn a little bit more about you. Um, they want to know uh, a little bit more about your practice. And so that follow up with them is where we've always struggled. And so now I have it kind of dialed in where we're using some technology that does all of that and um, automates that. Uh, and improves that process and communication with those patients so much better. And then obviously, because of that, we're getting more of those patients to come in for delivery. Um, and and that's the, you know, the key to our expansion. I mean, last year was our best year in practice in 21 years. Oh, that's great. So, and and not and by a lot. Uh-huh. So, you know, it, it, you, there's many of those things as we can dial in and find, and, and I'm looking for them. Uh, I sat in on a webinar yesterday about te- technology using a, an online scheduling group and then the follow-up that goes into that and automates into our EMR and the people can like, because we're in our urgent care with COVID testing. You no, know, we might get a few hundred people in a day. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't single hand all that stuff with staff. Like we tried that initially, like, okay, we, we hired like 10 extra people, like part-time and you, you they're not trained. You can't, you know, you can't manage it. So now we figured out, by you know having processes where people can go online, they can schedule, they can fill out all the information that we need. It'll be uploaded to us when they arrive at our clinic, and then we move the testing station outside um, when weather permits. And so it's just kind of like people drive through. Yeah. And so we were able to take two people to do what it was taking eight people to do before because of technology and automated processes.
2: Man, I love that. And I you know I think for the audience to to really hear the message and to hit hard the the piece that. Automation is so critically important for the operations of the practice, and connection and convenience is so important for the patient. And when we can marry those two things together, we're hitting home runs, and we're hitting home runs consistently. And when you can hit home runs consistently, you have your best years ever. So congratulations, brother. I love what you're doing. I'm looking forward to coming down and visiting hanging with you and Cole and the rest of the folks down there and uh, having some fun and, and sharing some secrets. I love it. Brad, I know we're, we're, gonna, we're running a little long but We are, here but again. we're
1: going we're gonna, to, I'm going to come back and ask, uh, after our break, we're going to come back, Dr. Bone, and ask you a little bit about being a kid from small town America and what you're doing to change the world and how that's affecting uh, the future of healthcare, not just chiropractic, but you're really touching a lot of different areas of healthcare, which I think is the future. So let's take a quick break. We'll come right back to you and ask those questions and close out. This is uh, Tech Talk. I'm Brad Cost, my co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein. We'll be right back. Listen to
0: the future of healthcare
1: (laughs) with the data jocks of talk. It's Tech Talk.
2: Hey everybody, this is Dr. Jay Greenstein. This is Jay Greenstein. With me
0: today is Dr. Jay Greenstein. Dr.
2: Jay Greenstein. The world around us, and healthcare specifically, is changing at an exponential pace. Chiropractic is perfectly positioned like we have never been right now today to be more successful and to be more impactful for the communities and patients that we serve. There are all sorts of evidence-based guidelines that, that support the use of non-pharmacological approaches. But what I want America to know is that health doesn't come from a pill. It's our responsibility as healthcare providers to educate the community about the evidence that exists. We really need to have a private practice app, something that will help us engage with our patients in ways that they've never experienced before. The intersection of technology and quality care is where the future of healthcare is at, and I'm really excited to bring that forward in the future. Hi, I'm Dave Klein, co-founder and director of business development for PayDC the chiropractic industry's leading developer of cloud-based integrated practice management software. PDC is fast, easy, and affordable to use. PDC will significantly help you improve your practice in three main areas. Number one, it will help you reduce the amount of time needed for training. Number two, it will help you increase your revenues both from insurance companies and your patients. And number three, the system is based on federal law, improving the quality of your documentation and helping you tell a better story of how you care for your patients.
3: Come on! And the Data Doc
0: of Talk, it's Tech Talk.
3: Well,
1: welcome back. It's Tech Talk. We're talking with Dr. Shannon Bone today, a Tennessee chiropractor that... In my opinion, sounds like he's trying to change the world, and I like guys like that. You know, yes. I like guys like that. Yeah, Shannon, you you're a small town farm boy, and you're playing in a big big game now. You know, you've you've ch- literally changed your world. I know, changed your family's world. What is it like uh, coming from that small town American background to where you're now touching many different aspects of healthcare, many different specialties? that people really need. And by the way, I think that's the future. I think what you're doing with the multi-specialty, the clinics is really the future of healthcare, not just chiropractic. And I, I'm, when you're answering, I also, I'm curious, what kind of software is it taking you? What are you using to be able to do all of those specialties? Typically you have a chiropractic PMS, a chiropractic EMR, but you got all these specialty docs that are out there doing primary care, uh, physical therapy, some of those other aspects, how are you tying that all together? Because as a data guy, I'm interested in that. And I sure want, when Jay's out there, I want him to log on and show you the analytics that we offer by just you processing your claims to us and what you can see about outcomes. What what are your best money earners? And maybe Jay can show you his portal uh, from that aspect and let you see yeah. what, what kind of attention you can do. And then I've got some other tools uh, that I'd like to show you at some point in time, but what is it like growing up as a small town American boy and now
3: being responsible for all the healthcare of all these patients? Well, you know, Jay and I had this conversation. It's probably been a month or so ago, but um, and we were just talking about healthcare delivery and, and business models and things like that. And so, definitely, with what I know now, I could definitely run a healthcare facility, uh, make a lot more money than I'm even making now. Um, but it wouldn't, it would not align with my purpose. Okay. So, um, money's not everything. Um, we all like to have plenty of it and, 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 you know, and I do well, but I could do better, but I wouldn't be fixing people. Um, and, and, and so sometimes you got to give up a little bit to provide value. And I just believe the way I was raised, small town country boy, farmer, um, you know, your handshakes your is your word, um, and your integrity. And and so I, I'm kind of a you know, I'm a pretty humble guy. I mean I'm I have a lot of pride and, and I'd like to I like to be the best at stuff, but accolades, they're nice, but I don't like they almost make me feel weird. Like, you know, like I don't my wife is all time, you know hanging out there that I'm, I'm this, or I'm that. And I'm like, Oh, please don't, you know, that makes me feel, um, that's not what I'm in it for. Um, I just, I, I, when I, when I was hurt, I decided that I wanted somebody to take care of. I wanted to feel like I, everybody, I want them to feel like I felt the day I was in Dr. Elliot's office and I sat up and I went, God, thank God somebody's finally helping me. And, and I want every patient that comes into our office to feel that way. And my team knows. A lot of my team have been with me years and years and years. And they just know that's what I'm driven on. I'm driven on if we ever get a negative review or there's a complaint. Like a lot of things I'm pretty easy going on. That kind of stuff, I'm not. <laughs> like somebody better be explaining to me and there better be a good explanation of uh, why this patient didn't have like the best experience of all time. Yeah, And because I think I've, I've held to that standard for a long, long, long period of time. Now people in our community know, um, and even outside of our communities, like that's a place you can go. You might have to spend a little money to get well, but you're, the value you're going to get is going to be way over what you spend. And they're going to treat you first class, roll out the red carpet. And that's, I think when you provide value like that, it's like, you know, Zig Ziglar's always said, you give people what they want. And you'll get what you want. Yeah,
1: absolutely. absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. brother. I love it. Well, you know, you're doing all these things, and again, touch on what it's taken software-wise and technology to bring all those specialties together. Because, man, I could see at some point you're pulling your hair out trying to understand it.
3: Well, first of all, the the what you guys are talking about, uh, I, I am definitely data driven. I'm statistic driven. That's how I manage. Um, I manage by if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. You know, to come in and say, oh, they're doing a great job. How do you know? Right. Because I'm observing it. Maybe. What are we doing when I'm not there? Because unless you want to be tied and sit there and watch everybody all day, that doesn't give you any freedom. And so you got to you got to be able to measure stuff and measure performance. And so data driven statistics are, is how we manage the things you guys are talking about showing me is, you know, that's it'll be invaluable because I know that I'll go, huh. I've never looked at it that way or I need to look at it differently, or this is a different, you know, this is pulling a different data source than I'm used to. Now that makes me understand. I I know I'll get huge amounts because I'm a math guy anyway. Like I cannot act. I cannot sing. I cannot draw arts. I suck at, (laughs) but I'm really good at math. And, and so, and I was on the math team in in high school and, and all that. And so like, that's, that's how I, do things as math. Like I'll just look at it. And and so if it makes sense um, and, and statistically it makes sense, then you got a good chance of being successful. That's
1: great. I love that. I got to remember mm-hmm. that. Can I, and hopefully I can use it. If you can't measure it, you can't manage it. That is a great quote from
3: you. And that somebody quoted <laughs> that. I did not come up with that. I don't even know who it was, but, but it is true. You know, if you can't, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. And now it's, you know, my team understands That when i say you know this is the target like that that's the target like they know like where are we at with our target and today is you know friday we need to know what we're going to have uh by the end of the day and so as far as technology real quick like it's a challenge um you know to have an ehr and i've discussed this with jay numerous times to have a, a, a a ehr system that can function for chiropractic physical therapy a med spa and an urgent care, um, there's only probably maybe a dozen on the market that even do it. And and none of them are great. Um, but I'm working on that. Um, I'm actually working with some guys that Jay works with some, um, and and they're trying to build one for us. Um, because they have a practice like ours, and they're trying to build one for themselves. And so we keep bouncing ideas off each other. So. Uh, to have the uh, to have it integrated where people the, on the convenience portion, where patients can schedule through the app yep. online, everything, and it be automated all the way processed through, is what my goal is. I'm yet to get it quite there, but I'm closer on the urgent care than anything else. I about got it done. That's um, awesome. But the, the other stuffs. A you know,
1: hard. I've got a tool coming up uh, in the near future that will solve all those problems for you. I, I'll I can send you a video and let you watch it sometime. It, it and it. You know, it investigates and it's not looking at just what you're doing. It's meant to look at every clinician that the patient's seeing, whether they're in your office or whether they're across the rest of the state. It's exploring, exposing their records, their labs, the whether they were in the hospital, whether they were in the ER, uh, skilled nursing facility. We've got it built. I, I can send you a video and let you see that because that, that's the kind of problem I'm trying to solve is there this intercommunication between PMSs between EMRs. I have had huge learning lessons the last three years trying to connect to EMRs in this analytical company. Mm -hmm. It's just been crazy. Even the big guys suck at it. And
2: Ah, it's just terrible.
1: terrible. And and the world doesn't know about that. So I'm trying to change it by building a bridge piece that connects all of them agnostically and solves the problem. And we're about halfway there. And uh, you don't have to change. You don't have to change softwares. You don't have to change EMRs because it goes in and and grabs it from each one of them and then merges it analytically, normalizes it to where you can look on your phone and see everything that you need
3: to see. See, I started to do that. And then when I looked at the cost of that, I stopped. So I'm so glad you are.
1: It it only took five big ones. It only took about five big ones to make it happen.
3: (laughs) And I may be in debt
1: for the rest of my life, but, you know, at least I'm giving something back for Jay to use after I'm dead and gone, you know?
3: That's right, right. You know, like that, you're leaving something behind for the rest of us. It's It's legacy, legacy. baby. Legacy, I'm
0: probably going to leave it to
1: Jay as a memorial. And so he'll come by my grave every day and curse me, you know, you son of a gun, what did you do to me? (laughs) Now, listen, uh, Shannon, it's been great to talk to you. It's been a huge. I, I just love talking to people like where it's really down. And listen, the things you're doing. If you ever, if you ever get down, think you really are changing the world. And I use that in my talks Amen. all the time when I'm teaching class and stuff. Really, all of us need to get together and change the world because if we all can change it just a little bit, in the end, it's an overall big change, not only for the profession, just for mankind. And today we need a lot of that. We need a lot of that happening yes, in America. Do. So thank you for spending the last forty-five minutes with us.
3: It's been a lot of fun, man. Thank you guys for having me. I I, I want to come on and do it again, and uh, can't wait to see what all you guys are going to share with me with uh, with data. Okay. Absolutely, we're going to get yeah, you back, brother. We're going to get you back. All right. Well, Jay. Thanks, guys. Guess
1: what?
2: We're talking about the Super Bowl? you, you we, have any comments? Dude, I mean, come on. I know we got a couple yeah, minutes dude, I was right
1: at the end, and I was getting ready to text you say, we might lose our our guests here, buddy, because we both said L.A. <laughs> and, and, you know, they it was almost a comeback kind of game, and um, it didn't happen it that way, did it? I mean, they L.A. pulled it out.
2: No, you know what? I, I I was kind of pulling for the Bengals, but the, a part of me was like, I think Joe Burrow, and he's an Ohio State guy, right? Yeah. Um, and he went to LSU. I was happy for him that he won, but he was getting a little cocky. I think he needed to get knocked off his little pedestal because I was like kind of sick and tired of the cigar thing. Like, I, I don't need another Jim McCann yeah. in my life. Like, I've seen that, done that. So I was kind of <laughs> happy. I was kind of happy that he lost, even though I kind of wanted the Bengals to win because they've never won a Super Bowl. But you know what? If they can keep that yeah. team together and they can build on that offensive line, and they can get some pass protection. They have pass protection that game. They win the game. There's no, no question. question about it. And he, he's a talented
1: um, quarterback. No question about it.
2: He's Yeah, he, he, could, he could be He, he could, could be great a great player. So, yeah. Um, but I was happy for Stafford, and and I think, you know, listen, um, the L.A. coach is, is – I think he's a fantastic football coach. Um, we had him in Washington, you know, and when we heard Big Bay was going to L.A., I was not too happy. We ended up with Jay Gruden. We saw how that went. But you know what? He deserves better than Dan Snyder. So I'm glad he's out there. I'm glad he won, and um, I'm looking forward to spring game, baby. Spring game. There we go. Spring football.
1: Well, buddy, it's it's been fun. It's been fun spending the last 45 minutes with you. Thanks a lot, guys. From my co-host, from my co-host, Doctor Jay Greenstein. I'm Brad Cost. Have a good day. See
0: y'all. Come on. And the data doc of talk is Tech Talk.